0: Welcome to the New Wave Entrepreneur, where we dive headfirst into Web 3.0, personal sovereignty, spirituality, and psychology. These conversations are unfiltered access to brilliant minds and actionable advice that will repair you for the rapidly changing world. So jump in. The water is warm and the tide is rising. Ah, My friends, welcome back to another episode of the New Wave Podcast. Daniel DiPiazza checking in with you here. So happy to have you, elated almost. I'm actually checking in with you from Austin, Texas. It's my first time here. I'm just here for a birthday party. My friend John Romanello is having his 40th birthday. Oh my gosh. And we are in town to do uh, some partying, man. So I'm happy to be here. It's only my first time here. It's only one day. And while I'm here, I'm going to be training with uh, John Donahue. And uh, and the rest of the team at Hendel Gracie. Uh, Austin, so I'm happy and excited to be able to do that, have the opportunity to do that. And of course, wherever I travel, you know I bring my gi, you know I bring my my uh, my, my suit to start rolling. It's like a superhero bringing his, his costume with him. Anyway, that's where I'm at in Austin. Uh, if you are checking in with us for the first time, it's your first time listening to this podcast, just know on Sundays we do something motivational, aspirational, and typically we'll do an affirmation or a meditation. And today is pretty similar. Actually, I'm going to be reading to you a passage from Psycho-Cybernetics, which is a book by Maxwell Maltz. And this is an old book from the 60s. And this book is all about using the power of your mind to create positive outcomes through creating uh, strong mental imagery. That's just one element of the book, but it's a very uh, important element. It's a, it's a classic book as well. It's, I, it's the third time I've read it over the course of maybe 10 or 15 years, and I'm really getting a lot from it on this read. And I'm close, of course, I'm 33 this year and I probably haven't read it in 10 years or maybe five years, and I'm, I feel like I'm getting all new stuff from it, so I really, really enjoyed I wanted to read some passages for you today, but before we get into that, while you're at it, please make sure that you go to newwaveentrepreneur.com, subscribe to our email list so you get all the updates when we drop new episodes, and of course, make sure that you're subscribed to whatever, uh, whatever you're listening to this on, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and leave a comment and a review, five-star review if you can. It really helps us to improve the quality of the show. And, uh, and that's all I got for you guys. Much love and appreciation for everyone who's been uh, chiming in. And even when I had the new wave dinner experience in LA, uh, this past weekend, I have to just tell you that, okay, when, when you're starting a podcast, the podcast is getting a good amount of downloads, but it's hard for me to picture how many people are actually listening to it. And this is something I still struggle with. I have a hard time, uh, judging the scale of my, uh, my, in, my influence. And I don't say that as like, a, um, a way of like flexing I just I truly don't sometimes I'm not able to visualize how many people I'm affecting or the people that I am uh, touching with my message because I will say things on a podcast and I won't think anything of them or I'll say things in an obscure video and people will come up to me and they'll they'll say the things that I said back and I, I said that man I almost don't remember saying that or I can't believe you were listening and uh yeah it's just it's kind of uh incredible to me that people actually are listening to the show not because I don't think I have anything cool to say it's just um Sometimes I just feel like I'm talking into into space, you know, and it's it's weird to think that there are thousands and thousands of people all over the world I mean I can look at the Libsyn map which is our our host service and I can see 95 countries probably more now lit up listening to the show and it's just like it's kind of weird if you think about it so that's something I trip out over or people who you know whenever you have like a one-to-many relationship it's really hard to judge that skill mentally so if I'm one person but there are a hundred thousand people who know who I am but I don't know who they are when (laughs) when they speak to me I'm I'm Building a relationship with them for the first time, but they've already built one with me through all the content. So they feel very, very close to me. I mean, this is you listening. And I and I feel like that with people who I consume their content of online, plenty of people. So it's interesting how you can have thousands and thousands of people building a relationship with you through your content. And then they start to know you and feel like they know you and know a lot of your secrets. Cause I tell a lot of my deep dark stuff on this podcast. I really do get raw. People start to know you. And then, but when you meet them, they know a lot about you, but you don't know anything about them. So it's just, I just find it interesting and fascinating and kind of weird and cool and crazy. And I don't know what a time to be alive. Anyway, uh, this month we'll be, ep- we'll be uh, getting hitting episode 100. So we probably should do something special for that. I'll think about it. But that's pretty cool. I'm excited about it. It took us four years to hit 100 episodes on my first podcast. And today uh, or this month we'll have done it uh, for the second time. But this time it's only taken us five months. Uh, and it's not like speed is a factor. But I just think as I'm getting older, you know, oh, 33, so old, I'm gonna be 34 this year. I really just want to focus on what I'm good at, double down on my strengths, and no fear and don't look back. So that's kind of where my mind's been at. And anyway, that's my long ass intro. I want to get into today's episode with you regarding psychocybernetics. I'll put a link to this in the description as well, and you can check out the book for yourself. I'm not going to do any background music today because I want to get, get you a clear image of what I'm trying to, to read since this is someone else's work. So that's the first thing. Remember, this isn't me. This is someone else. Now today, uh, I'm going to read to you from This is Chapter, oh gosh, I don't know. Chapter, let's see, I'm just looking through my book. This is, old. I have a book that's like almost falling apart now. You can hear the page flipping. This is, it's like the third chapter. It's only page 60. And the title of the chapter is called Dehypnotizing Yourself. And this practice exercise, I'm going to read to you, let's see, uh, like four practice exercises. And the purpose of these exercises is that you practice them for at least 30 minutes per day, according to Dr. Maltz and uh, that you use them as a way to release the stress and the tension in your mind so that you can open yourself up to creativity. Dr. Maltz was a plastic surgeon who did years of research and he worked with thousands of patients. And the one thing he found is that people who had corrective surgery on their face to make themselves feel more beautiful or to heal uh, injuries, they didn't always feel better after their operation and oftentimes they would see would they would say that they didn't see any difference in their face and their life as a result wouldn't change because they actually couldn't see their own beauty. And they saw themselves continually as ugly, even though they had been, quote, fixed. And there are other people who got the same surgery and the change of the physical appearance completely changed their personality and the outcome in their life. And so Dr. Maltz was really fascinated by how a physical appearance can affect a mental outlook on your life and how most of your life is based on projections that you're making of yourself uh, without anybody else's input. And so I thought that was really interesting. And, And he talks about the creative mechanism. He talks about how the creative mechanism is usually only blocked by the fact that we can't actually relax our minds. Because when you're in a relaxed state, you get a lot of good ideas. And think about how many good ideas you've got in the shower, or right before drifting off to sleep, or at a time when you weren't actually working and you had to say, oh, I got to go rush to to write this down before I forget it. Because it just pops into your mind. Or when you're meditating, you're like, I'm going to break this meditation, write this idea down. These are the states we want to get in to come up with our best ideas. And this is Dr. Maltz's attempt to give us some perspective on how to do just that. So let's read it. This is the Name of the, the section here How to use mental pictures to relax. Practice exercise to be practiced for at least 30 minutes daily. Seat yourself comfortably in an easy chair or lie down on your back. Consciously let go of the various muscle groups as much as possible without making too much of an effort of it. Just consciously pay attention to the various parts of your body and let go a little you'll find that you can always voluntarily relax to a certain degree. You can stop frowning and let your forehead relax. You can ease up a little bit and let the tension on your jaws dissipate. You can let your hands, your arms, your shoulders, your legs become a little more relaxed than they are. Spend about five minutes on this and then stop paying attention to any of your muscles. This is as far as you're going to try to relax by conscious control. From here, you will go on to relax more and more by using your creative mechanism to automatically bring about a relaxed condition. In short you're going to use, quote, goal pictures held in imagination and let your automatic mechanism realize those goals for you. Mental picture number one. In your mind's eye, see yourself laying stretched out upon the bed. Form a picture of your legs as they would look if made of concrete. See yourself lying there with two very heavy concrete legs. See these very heavy concrete legs sinking down far into the mattress from their sheer weight. Now picture your arms and hands as made of concrete. They're also very heavy and are sinking down into the bed and exerting tremendous pressure against the bed. In your mind's eye, see a friend come into the room and attempt to lift your heavy concrete legs. He takes hold of your feet and attempts to lift them, but they are glued to the bed, too heavy for him. He cannot do it. Repeat with arms, neck. Etc. That was mental picture number one. And again, if you're listening to this, before I go on to mental picture number two, the purpose of these mental pictures is to relax the tension in your body by being able to tap into your imagination. And your imagination then takes over to relax your body without conscious control. And the relaxation of your body allows you to free your mind, which allows you to come up with your best ideas yet. So mental picture number two. Your body is a marionette doll. Your hands are tied loosely to your wrists by strings. Your forearm is connected loosely by a string to your upper arm. Your upper arm is connected very loosely by a string to your shoulder. Your feet, calves, thighs are also connected together with a single string. Your neck consists of one very limp string. The strings which control your jaw, hold your lips together, have slackened and stretched, To such an extent that your chin dropped down loosely against your chest. All the various strings which connect the various parts of your body are loose and limp, and your body is just sprawled loosely across the bed. Now, before we move on to mental picture number three, do you see how the first uh, image was all about the heaviness and the weight uh, and the density of your body? And the second one was all about the lightness and the, the... ephemeral nature of the body, both of those can be tapped into to kind of relax it. Both being heavy and sunken is relaxing, and so is being light. Think about how relaxing it is to have a weighted blanket on you. That's pretty relaxing. And Think about how relaxing it is to just feel like you're floating. Both are are sensations of relaxation that allow you to drift into a creative state. Okay, mental picture number three and then four. Number three. Your body consists of a series of inflated rubber balloons. Two valves in your, open in your feet, and the air begins to escape from your legs. Your legs begin to collapse and continue until they consist of only deflated rubber tubes lying flat against the bed. Next, a valve is opened in your chest, and as the air begins to escape, your entire trunk begins to collapse limply against the bed. Continue with arms, head, and neck. That's number three. And now, number four. Many people will find this the most relaxing of all. Just go back in memory to some relaxing and pleasant scene from your past. There's always some time in everyone's life when he or she felt relaxed, at ease, and at peace with the world. Pick out your own relaxing picture from your past and call up a detailed memory image. Yours may be a peaceful scene at a mountain lake where you went fishing. If so, pay particular attention to the little incidental things in the environment. Remember the quiet ripples on the water? What sounds were present? Did you hear the quiet rustling of the leaves? Maybe you remember sitting perfectly relaxed and somewhat drowsy before an open fireplace long ago. Did the logs crackle and spark? What other sights and sounds were present? Maybe you choose to remember relaxing on the sun, in the sun on a beach. How did the sand feel against your body? Could you feel the warm, relaxing sun touching your body, almost as a physical thing? Was there a breeze blowing? Were there gulls on the beach? The more of these incidental details you can remember and picture to yourself, the more successful you will be. Daily practice will bring these mental pictures or memories clearer and clearer. The effect of learning will also be cumulative. Practice will strengthen the tie-in between the mental image and the physical sensation. You will become more and more proficient in relaxation, and this in itself will be remembered in future practice sessions. So that is the fourth mental picture by Maxwell Maltz, Dr. Surgeon, someone who's come up with some really incredible ideas uh, for changing your own inner landscape. This book is called Psycho Cybernetics and I'll put a link to the Amazon uh, copy that you can get online. I highly recommend it. It's an older book and it's a fantastic book. It's now like 60 or 70 years old. It's fantastic. And that's what we got for you today, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed these mental pictures because they are a form of meditation. And yesterday in the podcast, I talked about self-awareness. We had someone who sent in a question asking about how self-awareness can improve your life and business. And self-awareness is driven by your ability to connect with yourself, to relax, and to center. And these are exercises designed to help you do just that. And I was mentioning on yesterday's podcast that there are many ways you can come to self awareness. And these relaxation exercises, although they are meant to be relaxing, are meditative as well. And they're great ways for connecting with yourself, becoming more self aware. And this is something that doesn't happen overnight. This is something a practice that needs to be developed. You know, so you do this one day and you're not like, oh, I don't feel any more self aware and I haven't learned anything. Well, it, it takes a bit of time. And it, it takes a bit of time not only just working on this element of your life, like working on you know, mental and spiritual practices, but then also going out in the world, testing your ideas and doing the work that you find in your meditation sessions, doing the work that you find when you're working through self-awareness. And it's not just enough to become aware, you don't actually have to make changes based on what you learn. And that's the hard part. It's really easy to think positively, but thinking positively is only the first step in a multi-stage approach to changing your life. And I hope that this was a little bit of fuel for you today and something that allows you to just relax and slip into your creative mode and then let the positive creativity uh, of your innate intelligence take over for you. And so that is what I got for you today. Much love, my friends. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. And if you did, of course, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you check out com and add yourself to our email list so we'll never lose touch. And of course, uh, the water is warm. The tide is rising. So let's get ready to jump on in and surf this new wave. Daniel,